With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Midweek War! Lots of happy, angry cursing this week, but this is all happy because it's Lucha Underground. And um, I'm mad, Mike. You know me. I'm not really mad because we're talking about Lucha. I can never be mad talking about Lucha until it ends. Then I'm mad that we don't have more Lucha. But with me is the voice, or la voz, of Inspire for Wrestling, Eamon Payton, doing Kermit Arms. How are you, sir? I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about this shit so much. <laughs> I love when you do flailing Kermit Arms, Eamon. Um, Qualis tu palabra para, te- para semana. Okay, cool. Um, what's, what's your <laughs> word? What's your word, Eamon? My word for this week's Lucha Underground is trophy. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm going to I'm going to break tradition. I'm going to have dos palabras, and it is jam session. <laughs> Take you the same time. Yes, it it, it can be hyphenated. It's not, but it can be. I'm saying jam session. All right, um, Amen. There's so much to pick. Qual is too bueno this week. Uh, my bueno this week is going to go for a match that really surprised me this week. Uh, and that's the uh, Cage-Chavo match for the Gifts of the Gods title. I said it on Twitter, and I really mean this. And, I, and it sounds like a knock, but I don't really – I don't know. I don't really mean it to me. This is my favorite Chavo Guerrero match ever. Wow, really? Ever? I can't think of a – because there's not been a, ma- a Chavo match. I'm like, oh, that's an amazing Chavo match. You know what I mean? Like – not since, maybe not since WCW. I can see that. But yeah, I mean, like, there's not like I don't watch Chavo's wrestling and go like that's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, okay. But this was really, really amazing. Like, this was you know a, a great story that was played out. I thought both guys did amazing. The commentary team did really great of selling like the psychology of the match and like putting Chavo over as this you know shitty heel and kind of like you know his his cockiness and his arrogance and. And it, I really thought this was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And plus, I mean, we got a title change right away. And Cage has already challenged Matanza. Yeah. You know what this means, Eamon? We can get more medallions before Ultimate Lucha. I'm very excited. I, I, I think I, I, and I, people were, I saw some people say, like, oh, I think Cage should have just ended the match in like 30 seconds. But, like, I think this is. This was almost a better way to build up Cage. Yeah, I mean, Chavo is too wily a veteran. Because if Cage ends in 30 seconds, you can never use Chavo again. Yeah, it's good. they made both of them seem important. Mm-hmm. And I also think this was a great way to go about it. Because if Cage just qualified for that Gift of the Gods match and won it, like, that's fine. But, like, the the fact that he qualified, earned his spot, got cheated out of his spot, and ba- and had to work all this way around to get back to the to the title and win it, I think makes makes Cage look even better. Plus, it, it sets up such a cool dynamic for the next time we do the medallions. Right. Yeah, it sets a cool precedent. Yeah. 
yeah, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was super fun. Uh, and, and credit to both performers because they did an amazing job here. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. When Chavo hit the frog splash, I thought he was pulling the upset. Yeah, it was really good. I, I, I really, really like this match. Because Lucha does that sometimes where they buck convention and like the thing you think you think you know is going to happen, mm-hmm. sometimes that doesn't happen in Lucha. And we'll have a case of that in my bueno. That trios match, though. Those assholes. Holy shit. All right, first, before we even get into the match, the backstage segment where Phoenix is taken out and Taya said that she had a present for Jack Evans and PJ Black and it's an unconscious Phoenix and Johnny just shows shows up and, and they start jamming on air guitars and, like, Johnny does an air guitar and they're like, Whoa, the boy can shred. I'm like, it's a fucking air guitar. There's such dicks, and I love it so oh much. Oh, my God. They are... Now, Eamon, you may not know this movie because you are young. Have you seen Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? No, I haven't seen it, no. But okay. There is an evil Bill and Ted in it. They embody evil Bill and Ted. All four of them. They are the evil Lucha Wild Salians. Mm. And they are the absolute best. <laughs> they are the shit I want. The, and the match was fucking amazing. Well, because my favorite part of it, because it really showed that, like, I, I don't know. I feel like we're getting to this point where it's more than even just having... The best part about Lucha isn't just the amazing wrestling, but it is the character work. Like, they were having a super competitive match throughout. And like on the level of some of the past trios title matches that we've been having, and then the ref gets knocked out, and the he, and the Rio team says, "Fuck it, we're just gonna kick him in the dick a bunch." <laughs> and boy, howdy do! And that. when I, I when I say that, I'm not saying with with hyperbole. They kicked them in a dick a lot. Like they made sure that everyone kicked everyone else in the dick. Like they did a big move at one point, transitioned to a, what looks like they were going to just transition to another move, and they just positioned so Jack Evans could kick him in the dick. Like it was so shitty. Like it was amazing. Like they were such assholes, and that's the coolest thing about them. Johnny's reaction when uh, he gets the win, like that smile that he gives, is the greatest thing he's ever done. Like it's well, it's the. I have to say, this episode, it was the first time. Cage and Mundo held titles in Lucha Underground. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's a good point. awesome. That's awesome for that to happen on the same show. Yeah, I think it was the perfect time to drop it from uh, uh, Mysterio, Puma, and uh, El Dragon Azteca because I think this gives them a good chase and it, it opens up some more stuff going forward. Um, I think it's I think it's perfect. I think it's amazing. Absolutely. Um, um, also, like I know we like. Honestly, as amazing as the wrestling is, it's probably third on my favorite things about Lucha Underground. Like between yeah, between the promos and the characters, like it's probably third. And the wrestling is fucking amazing. The wrestling was great this week. Like it really was. Like I love that Mysterio. It feels like Mysterio's energized again, which is really cool. Oh I yeah, love that they he's did- got that. He's got he's got that RVD swag when he got back to the WWE. I, I, I love that they're doing... I don't know, because I think our biggest critique on Mysterio when he was getting into his light period in WWE was that his matches were very formulaic, and you could see them coming from a mile away. I love that they're innovating here. Like, I love that 
electric chair Mundo had Mysterio in, where he Mysterio like kind of like Heracoronis into the outside, but they keep hold of the electric chair. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's amazing. It also that. helps that he's not having one-on-one matches. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I don't mean that as a detriment at all, but it it helps freshen him up. But he's in a good role here with like Puma and and, and El Dragon Azteca. Yeah. Like I think him being in that position works perfectly. Um, By the way, uh, plus one to Jack Evans for telling Dragon Azteca that he is the Dragon Slayer. Yes, <laughs> and that is now two dragons Jack Evans has slain. I'm pretty sure he can take the Iron Throne. Pretty much, yeah. Hashtag hold the door. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But fucking hell, man. That match, it was just so good. It was just so damn good. And Eamon, um, and to anyone else who might be listening, I know it's already recorded. There's nothing you can do about this now. Uh, For Ultima Lucha, I'd like a rematch of this. But I would also like to add... Son of Havoc, Evilise, and Angelico. If he's if he's ready, just make it a, a just yeah. make it a all three teams clusterfuck match. Well, there's so many ways to go with it. I feel you've got Puma Pentagon, or not Puma Pentagon, Puma um, Dragon Azteca and and Mysterio. You've got Dysfunct Trios. You've got Phoenix who got taken out. You know, you've got a lot oh. of ways. Of- Oh, I, would love I think I think oh, you okay. just cracked it. I think you just cracked it. For, okay, I think I. Full no, away. Havoc, Evelise, Phoenix. I was I was gonna say that would be good. I was also thinking maybe do four way with the trio champions, the former champions, dysfunct trios, Phoenix, Drago, Aerostar. Oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah! Of course, of course, they're nunchuck buddies. Right? Yeah, yeah. Of and course, they, and they came in around the same time, so it was. God damn it! Yes, that's that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Just ah. Oh. Oh, I got a like little. Like that match hard. has to happen. Like, I just got a little hard, Eamon. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> Fuck. That would be oh man, that would be great. Alright. But um transitioning, not every show is perfect. Despite what we say sometimes about this show. Eamon, do you have a Molo this week? This show is damn near perfect. Um my only I, I literally my only Molo I wrote was the lighting in the cop scene. That's like that's the slightest bad. I was I didn't like the lighting. I think they were trying to do like a natural light sort of thing. Uh, it wasn't my favorite, but other than like that's the only closest thing I could think of to a bad. Like honestly, like this okay. was everything else amazing. And 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 that cop scene. Um, all right. It, it also goes. It also goes to my um my bad. Free Cisco, man. Free Cisco. He did. He did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong, except except be an accessory to murder. He did nothing wrong, nothing. <laughs> but no, that segment was fucking gold. That segment was really really great. Uh, the only thing I would change about this week is um, I, I mean my my bad for this week. I want Masquerade to get a win. Well, I think it's better that he doesn't. I mean, obviously they're telling a specific story with this. Uh, I really liked when Matt Strucker pointed at the end that Masquerade technically has more wins before he was with Famous B than during. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, and I like Masquerade a lot. And, 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 of course, this is like a kayfabe bad. Like, I know they're doing something with it, obviously. But I still feel so bad for Masquerade. 
I want things to happen for him. I want him to get fame. Can I say that that match with Joey Ryan was probably my favorite, like, or it's really the biggest, like, comedy match I can think of that's happened in Lucha Underground? Uh, that didn't involve Pimpy. It didn't involve Pimpinella, but even then, like... Oh! Eamon, for Ultimate Lucha, can we have Joey Ryan versus Pimpy? That could be fun. Like, oh, I, my God. That would be amazing. I just really loved it. Like, this is the first match. Like, even Pimpinella, like, matches, like, had the comedy, but would go into, like, the wrestling. Like, this, I think, was the first, like, kind of full comedy match they've had. Yeah. And it was amazing and perfect. I love those, like, joke, little stuff like how Joey Ryan ended the match with that Tornado DDT, but did it from the second instead of the, instead of the top rope, like my, usual. My favorite thing was when Joey said he was going to press Masquerita and he couldn't do it. Yeah, and then masquerade. <laughs> oh no, no, it was a masquerade. He does, just does like the quick slam. On him. Oh yeah, like like the, the least impressive body slam. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, I'm so strong. Oh god, Joey Ryan, you're you're a delight. You're a delight, sir. Um, all right, so Eamon, uh Qualis do cambio. Do you have a change this week? I delighting in the cop scene. That's the closest thing I could think of. That's honestly like. Oh, I all I could think of everything else. I really fucking love on this show. Okay, um, I'm I'm going to have a very small change. Uh, for King Cuerno. When you lock someone up in a hermetically sealed chamber, you should label it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just talk. You about should that. label it because <laughs> we're gonna go in now. Now we're gonna go into this stuff that we didn't get to talk about. Yeah, because um, I, I, I knew we hadn't brought it up yet, so I just made something up. But yeah, like label it like a Batman villain. <laughs> like, like just caution, death inside. Like just something. <laughs> yeah. I, so let's get to that. Spoiler alert in the, in, the, in the progression from graver consequences. King Cuerno now has no more tis as a trophy. Yes. And when we say that, we don't just mean like, oh, he has his mask or whatever, like, like you would think. He has the person, yes, as a trophy. Um, if any of you have seen Guardians of the Galaxy, King Cuerno has now transitioned in my head canon from Craven the Hunter to the Collector. I also really love little, like if I remember correctly, like like little stuff that I know it shows that Lucha Underground cares, like the fact that the mask was still ripped. Uh huh. Yep. I, like I really like that. Like, I don't know. I just think it was so cool. Like, it was such a cool thing. And I, it's a great way to have no kind of, kind of, you know, take a break after grave consequences. And it gives him something amazing to go into. Um, yeah, I, I'm so happy for this. I want to know how he's keeping Mill unconscious. That's, that's what I want to know. Like, did, did he also still have his eyes open? No, they were closed. They were closed. Okay. I, I, I think – I'm guessing it was from the fact that he – because here's the thing. I'd have to look back to the one time – I'd have to look back to after the first grave consequences when Katrina revives Mil Martes. Does he – I, I can't remember if she did anything specific to actually revive him. I think she used the rock. I'm thinking that's – so I think Mill is dead almost in a sense. Yes. Like Mill is like – he doesn't have what he needs to grow into his newest form. You know what I mean? He doesn't have the right evolution stone to progress to his next level. Yeah, he needs a so, thunderstone or a moonstone or. Something. So he's still in a he's still in a state of death right now. 
He needs to be taken to a Pokemon Center. Um, but just, anytime you throw King Cuerno in a cowboy hat, it's instantly going to be a favorite part. But goddamn, when he revealed that he just has Mill in a fucking glass box like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in basketball, <laughs> fucking perfect. Fucking, and that's a deep cut reference, but fucking perfect. Yeah. Oh my god, just everything about it. Like, and you know what? We didn't even talk about Pentagon. Yeah. That, that, so Pentagon, in in a sense, has grown stronger. He's walking now. Uh, he did a thing where he kind of got back on Vampiro a bit as Vampiro was trying to like beat him up. And the whole idea is Vampiro is saying he's not ready to fight Matanza yet. He can go back to the temple, but he's not ready to fight Matanza yet. Uh, I... I love how Matanza is like the big bad mm. of this season, and every, like we're doing training montages essentially, <laughs> like yeah, training montages sca- scattered over weeks. To me, this and, and this seems to be the match that they build to for, like, say, Ultima Lucha, which is weird because I, I still don't know if I see Pentagon to be the one beating him. I don't know. I. I think if my my vision, at least, is what, I, is what I think this is going to be, is that we do get Pentagon Matanza. But as opposed to every other person who sort of approached Matanza and is challenged for his belt, this is almost kind of going, going to go back to the Sarah Mieto style of match. Mm-hmm. Like, this is match is going to be bloody. It's going to be Pentagon's kind of specialty. Yeah. And it's that kind of ultra-violence that is what takes it to Matanza. Because here's the thing. Matanza's fucking ripped people's faces off. This is true. Matanza, you know what I mean? He did kill a man and not in the Kali sort of way. So a guy being like, oh, I'm going to fight him in a wrestling match isn't going to beat him. Yeah. It's going to have to be somebody who is willing to go to that level. But uh, see, we, we say this, and yet they're still teasing of... The uh, the super like the guy in the limo, yeah. Where where does he slash she slash it play into this? Like, well, to me, I feel like at the end of Mortal Kombat, where like all the good guys think they're one, and Pentagon has the title, and then Shao Kahn blows up the temple. He's like, "You weak, pathetic fools." Well, to me, there's there's three people that I think are options as to how they can end Matanza's reign. One's Pentagon, one's the guy in the limo, the other is El Dragon Azteca. Because it was also very much heavily hinted that El Dragon Azteca was training with Mysterio to go for Matanza. Yeah, I think El Dragon, I think he's the, not the safe route, but I think the expected route. Like, that's who I always, because that's the ultimate underdog, and he's training with the ultimate underdog, Rey Mysterio. Like, he's training to fight giants, essentially. I could see it go any of those three ways. I just feel like it's it, if you're going to defeat Matanza, who is somebody who has who literally came out the first time in the temple covered in blood because of a murder that, that he committed. <laughs> like he needs to have somebody take it to him in that level, and to me, the only person that can do that as of now is Pentagon. Yeah, probably. Yeah, although him and Cage next week, that's going to be fun. That'll be fantastic. That I'm is going to be fun. Monster versus Machine is like... It, <laughs> it, I love that they but I love that they have characters where they can do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And even Cage adjusted his catchphrase, I'm not a monster, I'm a machine. Like that, ah, uh, so good. Oh, man, just, this show, man, this fucking show. Do we know when Ultima Lucha is yet? Because they haven't even mentioned it. I'm not sure. I I I, I don't want to look because I don't want to get. Oh, I don't. Spoilers. I'm never looking for spoilers. I'm never looking. Uh, but I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see where things go. Um, yeah, and like you said, the if, if Cage has his match or whatever next week, the you know we'll still need a crown new get to the God Champion. More medallions. Yeah, more medallions. Just spread them out, man. Oh, I. I or you know what? There might be a thing where like the gift the gift that guys can only be cashed in once a season. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Like, kind of put a time limit on, it, but not really. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, I don't know because to me that almost kind of emphasizes like them. That's almost them saying that they have seasons. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair. Yeah. You know, I, to me, in their world, they don't have seasons. That's true. You know what I mean? Oh man. All right. Did we miss anything? Because they they covered a lot of ground this week. I think we I think we covered most of it. Um, oh, I also really love the um, the promo package kind of thing they did on Taya. I liked it. I thought it was too late. Possibly, uh, I think it works particularly the way I see them going is I think I think they're going to do eventual Taya Evilise kind of story. Yeah, and yeah I guess they yeah. They did a big emphasis on Taya, Taya being a real woman, almost in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like she's like the superior woman. Yeah, I, I like how she like did a Wonder Woman change into her clothes. Yeah, <laughs> and then she rolled up in in the uh, the, the car with uh, Johnny at the end, and she's mm. the one driving. Yeah, it, it almost like very almost similar. Like Havoc. Exactly when he rides bitch on the motorcycle. Yeah, but. And, of course, Johnny, when they're driving off, throws his in the air for no reason at all. Just because. Just because. That, that's just like, hey, that, that, I'm, I'm leaving somewhere. I should throw my arm up. The four of them maybe, and I say this every week, that everyone's my favorite. But, like, those four people, as of now, maybe my favorite people in the agenda. Johnny, uh, uh, Taya, Jack, and PJ. Like, I think they're. the Eamon, call them by their real name. The Lucha Wild Stallions. That's fair. <laughs> I, it's, it's so perfect. It's so perfect. Like, I I could I could just watch a, a one hour comedy weekly with all of them, just being awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Amen. Now, this this is the toughest question I've ever asked you in my natural life. So difficult. Where does Lucha rank? For you this week, it's, it was a hard decision. Actually, I mean, we talked about it at NXT. It's a, it was a very close week, I will say, for, with NXT involved. But it is my number one. Like it's, God, this show is so good. Yeah, I, honestly, it was closer than I expected to be this week because I watched Lucha first and then I watched NXT. I'm like, and I was watching NXT. I'm like, wow, this is actually stacking up pretty well against Lucha. But yeah, Lucha's still number one. Um, yeah. I, I think the the. Uh, Mil Muertes in a glass case kind of sealed it for me. I was, I was like, that's the point where I'm like, yeah, this is this is winning this week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, still such a great show. Top to bottom, left to right, forwards and backwards. Um, yes. Hey, uh, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you? Uh, go ahead and find me on Twitter at Eamon2Please and also 
Uh, check out the wrestling promotion I'm involved with, Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter at Inspire Pro Rats. All right, and you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. I live tweet Lucha Underground every week, so go to at Mayhem Show, look for the hashtag MM, that's me, and uh, you can see why I comment uh, each week. And uh, go to our Facebook page. Go tell us how much you love Lucha. Uh, we can talk about it. Don't post spoilers. If you post spoilers, we will seal you in a glass case. We will literally do that. But uh, feel free to also come to our our uh, site where we have our main show. We talk about more than just Lucha Underground. We talk about everything. Uh, at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, Live.SoberTrimedia.com, every Tuesday night, round about 8 p.m. Uh, usually I'm there. Usually this guy's there. Uh, but Sorg is also with us, and he loves wrestling too. And I think you'd like to hear what he'd have to say if you've never heard him before. All right. Uh, so for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your mid-week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.